Hey everybody, this is Nerd Variety. In fact, this is part Nerd Variety. This is Josh and Hayden today from Yo, Nerd Variety. What's up? Uh, and the reason we're coming here not for like a full podcast episode and the reason Hannah's not here is because we are going to do a spoiler review kind of discussion, more of a discussion on Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah. So, uh, today, the day of recording is December 26th. It's Boxing Day or uh, just the day after Christmas. Yeah, we're going to go fight some people after yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not what Boxing Day means, but. <laughs> what else does it mean? What else could it mean besides fighting someone, it's stepping like, into a ring, and punching someone in the face? Like boxes. Boxing boxes. Stuff up. Never mind. <laughs> Okay. No, I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. Must be a weird foreign country thing. Must nothing, be. Must be. <laughs> nothing one American of those weird foreign that. countries. Yeah, nothing American about that. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so we wanted to just kind of get a little review out there as soon as we could. Uh, of course, we I didn't want to bother people who actually have, you know, do things on Christmas to talk about it. But um yeah, so this is the earliest we can really get around to it. So, uh, Josh, first of all, I want to mention to you, mm-hmm. I didn't think about this until like the very end of the movie, but, and also my knowledge is very limited about what I'm going to compare it to or ask about. Was there, have you ever read George Orwell's 1984? I have not. So I kind of looked into it and I was, because I was wondering, now I guess it's set in the year 1984, Wonder Woman is, but is it also called that because it has some similarities to 1984 by George Orwell? I don't know. Uh, I just looked at it as they wanted to do a movie set in the 80s. The 80s is a very popular time period to revisit nowadays. Uh, and they could throw in a bunch of pop culture references and it was a very you know interesting time it was also during the you know cold war uh so that it kind of gave them a good you know space to put the movie in well and i ask and i started to because i started to draw some connections there's like one thing i know about 1984 and that's the whole like big brother thing like they're watching you and they know everything that's going mm-hmm. on basically mm-hmm. and that's sort of what maxwell lord did for a lot of the movie like he was getting people's he was learning people's desires and their wishes and he was being able to take from them and especially like near the end there this is major spoilers right off the bat yes we're going to be diving in we're going to be dissecting the whole movie here yeah uh, so, like, you know, at the end, he had, like, this whole, the scene was a little lame, in my opinion, but, you know, had the whole wind thing going around him, where he was just communicating, basically getting all the information from everyone in the world, and so I was wondering if that's, if that was because they have that sort of thing and it maybe is a big theme that ties into 1984 which is why it would have been called that and that's that's just a guess that's just again i haven't read it so i don't really know to the full extent 
Yeah. yeah. What do you and, think? And I don't know. I definitely want makes me want to look at read George Orwell's 1984, but it does touch upon, you know, with, with us having so much tech with us having, you know, revolutionary technology at the time, being able to use broadcast satellites and getting really close, getting very, very, very close to the, you know, internet age to where information can be spread over across the world uh and we also that's when broadcast tv was in was in its prime you know it it, is, it was like okay well the world's interconnected now uh we are in an age where we can do a lot of do things we couldn't before uh i think they were you know t- that, that was some things that were touched upon or some things they wanted to kind of wink wink hint at yeah yeah but, uh, and, you know, actually, even speaking of the technology, for some reason, I actually forgot that it was the whole point of that thing, that it was the technology that was touching mm-hmm. all the people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, I just thought that was just, that's just something that's been kind of on my brain for a little bit now. Yeah. Uh, ever since that. But how did you feel about... See, now I'm trying to get around to figuring out where to start with this. How did you feel about Pedro Pascal as Max Lord? He, his acting uh, was on point stellar. He, 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 you know, took the role and ran with it. Uh, he was very, very, you know, emotional, where about, you know, very, very excited, very, you know, somewhat conniving, but also, but very, you know, you saw he, that he really cared about his son. You saw that he, really wanted to be, you know, at the, you know, the top dog, the man in charge, successful. He really wanted that. He really wanted to kind of, you know, show that persona to other people. And then when he got, when he got hooked on his power, then he really went went overboard with that. Um, a very different take of Maxwell Lord um, from the comics and other, other properties that have shown adaptations of him. Uh, you know, he's usually a, a, a metahuman, uh, with the ability to um, power of suggestion, um, and usually just he can tell you to do something. He makes eye contact with you and tell you to do something, and then you'll you'll go you'll do it. You know, a little bit of mind, some mind control there, and usually and and, and, when he, and when he does that, it usually causes him to have a nosebleed, causes him a little little pressure, uh, and they kind of they kind of uh, hinted at that. They kind of showed a little bit of that while he was as he progressed with his you know wish granting powers in the movie. Yeah, you know, I kind of kept forgetting what all I knew about him because I was like, I know I'm familiar with him, with Maxwell Lord, but I think part of it was I started to, every once in a while, confuse him or the character, just some of, you know, his attributes and stuff. I started to confuse him with Maxi Zeus and I realized that eventually. Mm -hmm. I'm like... No, wait. <laughs> it's because they both are Max and Lord or Zeus, and it's yeah. I don't know. Um, because you you watched season two of uh, Harley Quinn, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the most recent thing that I've seen him portrayed in, and that was Maxi Zeus, right? Yeah. Uh, or the Bachelor Party or Bachelorette Party? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was uh, he was also uh, I know he, I think he's more of a Batman villain. That yeah. Maxi Zeus, yeah. as they show him, that you see it. There's an Easter egg for him in the Arkham in Arkham Asylum. Yeah, and that's why. Actually, I think it's Arkham City. 
It, it could be both, but I, I seem to remember a sign, like a building that says Maxwell or Maxi Zeus or mm-hmm. Zeus's palace or something like that. Yeah. Um, what so I remember I'm, is that's what, what I remember is the uh, is just you find a clue about him, a, rid- a riddle, a riddler's clue about him, and then his then when you get that, his bio pops up in, in your little uh, inventory, and she kind of shows, oh, okay, this is a Batman villain from does this and this and this. I don't really remember much about his character, but I, you know, it's like, okay, this is, but in the movie, it was obviously, it was, for me, it was obviously, it was Maxwell Lord, um, yeah. who he, he and Wonder Woman have cut, have traded blows in, in comics for a while. Yeah. So that was just something I kept having to remind myself, like, no, wait. Uh, this is <laughs> Maxwell Lord, and that's different and has different stuff. So, yeah. Um, but no, I, I agree with uh, with you about Pedro Pascal. I thought he did great. Mm-hmm. Um, he really has a thing for, uh, he has a soft spot for children, I guess. He's he, always protecting them. Yeah, he protects the child. Play. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> protects the child. Yeah, cares about the children, wants to avenge the children. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he he's 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 going he's blowing out of the water since his uh, premiere in game since he showed up in Game of Thrones. I don't know yeah. what he was in. I think he was also in Narcos, but uh, yeah. you know, yeah, he's 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 you know very popular right now. Yeah. Um, how it took you... me so long to recognize him because I kept staring at him like. I know, I know him. <laughs> it was because he doesn't have the facial hair, mm-hmm. um, and he does. He does have facial hair in uh, the Mandalorian when he takes his helmet off, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's the hair color is different, and I think it's a lot shorter. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it just threw me off because I, I had to. I don't know if I had to look it up, but yeah, just something. It was bugging me for the longest time. That's. Yeah. what how did you what did you think about his character how could you describe his his character's goal and motivation well i thought that he was it, it was it was all right it was very mixed as a character mm-hmm. you know because on the one hand i thought it was interesting uh, like the abilities and everything they gave him. Um, but it was also not the most interesting. You know, like it felt, some of it felt very creative and really new and fresh, but like his whole thing was kind of like, okay, this is another guy who just like wants everything. <laughs> another yeah. guy who's after power and wealth and all that so it's, yeah i feel like they could have they maybe could have done better with him what did you think was without have before you saw the movie what did you have an idea of what uh the his which way his which direction his character was going to go or which direction the like what did, you, what did you think about his, his role or what did you think his role was going to be? In, well, in honestly, I didn't think of him that much leading up to it. I was more focused on Cheetah. I was thinking Cheetah was going to be the main villain, which I feel like they brought her a little more to the forefront than, uh, than they could have. 
well and that's in a positive way like in other movies where they've had like two main villains Mm -hmm. one doesn't nearly get doesn't get nearly the uh the attention that they should and i feel like they really did a good job bringing up uh cheetah's character um so especially like leading up to the movie i was way more interested in her and i was so sure that she was going to be the main villain so yeah i there was a point i actually kind of forgot (laughs) max well lord was going to be the uh the main villain so i didn't really have a lot uh, of i didn't have a lot of uh, expectations for him right my theory about you know about max wolf's character was like okay i think he's going to be like he's going to start he's going to cause like the most problems because he's you know <clears throat> cheetah is never a you know diabolical mastermind she usually she's usually a, a good um combatant for wonder woman because someone to fight against and someone that you know she has to stop um and every, I, I don't know how much how many evils she has a like a large-scale evil scheme every uh in and where she's where she's featured at but i was thinking that okay maxwell lord is is causing trouble and he's going to cause more trouble and part of me was thinking that okay he's either um maybe he's a you know figurehead for a olympian god or a another or olympian deity or not not deity or another olympian you know type you know mythical creature or and, and then after watching while watching the movie when they started bringing up the whole the mind stuff i was thinking oh maybe they're going to introduce a another you know ancient god from another culture and i was like oh this is this would be interesting i'll see where this goes but then it ended up just being him you know taking the dream stone uh using it to like becoming the dream stone and used and granting wishes and then you know enjoying that power that he gets by granting wishes and then having his own wishes granted alongside those wishes. Yeah, which honestly, uh, I am glad that they didn't make him another, like, Olympian. Uh, yeah. Another one of those. Because it would have it would have felt way too similar to the first movie. Yeah, it yeah. It was good, but again, we don't need, like, <laughs> the same kind of villain exactly. Right, we, I definitely, I, I was definitely fine with not having the same type of like third act fight that you know happened in the first movie, Wonder Woman movie. Yeah. I mean, you you did for sure have a big third act fight. Yeah, <laughs> but that yeah. was against Cheetah. Yeah. So actually, speaking of which, what did you think about uh, Kristen Wiig and Cheetah? I, I think she did a great job. I really enjoyed her at, uh, playing the character, seeing her go from. Uh, you know, bumbling, awkward wallflower, um, you know, uh, just wanting to kind of then and then her meeting Diana and then that kind of changing her whole outlook and then realizing that that's what she's she wants and then realizing, oh, I really want to be this be like her, you know, strong, independent and, um, you know, getting attention, you know, um, and then seeing her kind of and then her that desire kind of like kind of taking control of her as she gets more and more as she gets stronger and stronger than not wanting to give up that that power or that you know that change and then that kind of you know makes her a, a, a interesting you know combatant for for diana yeah i i agree I, I think they did a great job i thought they did a great job building her up like mm-hmm. you know a lot of characters 
this is a problem that comes on in with so many movies and shows and whatever you have a character that or video games too for that matter you have a character that's like good for a minute and then there's one some point where they just make a very sudden switch and they're like okay i'm bad now (laughs) um this didn't really feel like that to me like it seemed that she had a uh it seemed like she was doing okay you know she was kind of stumbling about she she was smart she was rather nice rather kind but she wasn't um no of course she she wasn't strong uh physically or really emotionally and yeah she she got tired of that so you know she just kind of i guess on a whim uh you know made a, a wish and then you know it's she was then able to be more confident and have all this stuff and her life was getting better for her. And then of course she didn't want to give that up. And she was, well, really upset at the people that had caused her harm before. Oh, So of course she's gonna, you know, she was powerless and she was given power. So of course she doesn't want that to go away. And then she just wanted to fight for it uh, just to, to be able to be strong like that. So it, it made sense for her and it was more subtle, I felt. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't just a big switch over to evil. And they explained it well too, you know, like the stone takes something from you in exchange. And from her, it was like her humanity, uh, her connection yeah. to humankind that she was losing there. Yeah, yeah, Her what was... What made her a good person was getting was becoming, you know, you know, pushed pushed down, and that you know desire for more, that desire to be, you know, as she said, an apex predator was became, you know, her personality or who she was, and eventually, you know, yeah, she yeah, <laughs> she I, she became she looked the part. <laughs> I kept wondering. I I was waiting like throughout the whole thing. What are they gonna? how are they going to make this transition from her being like an actual person being <laughs> a, looking a person. like cheetah? Yeah. Cause when the trailer, we see her as, you know, as, you know, stri- as, you know, Oh, she's, she's standing up. She's actually fighting her. We saw that, you know, teased in the trailer. And then you see teased her teased as actually cheetah fighting Diana. Yeah. I was like, okay, how did this, how did this happen? And I was like, okay, in the comics, you know, she becomes cheetah when she, uh, you know, is cursed or, yeah. you know, she goes into this ancient ruin and she does, and she takes part in this ritual or uh, is it, do you know if it's accidental or if it's, you know, purpose, is it <laughs> I, on her part or is she just kind of, is it done to her? <clears throat> I don't remember for sure. I, I, I don't know. I, I kind of keep going back and forth on what I want to say, but no, um, yeah, I and they they did another they did a good job again there of explaining it, but also I think it was smart for them to not actually have to show that transformation. I think that could have been a little lame, <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, you know, happy, like yeah. they, you know, Maxwell Lord was talking to her and saying, um, "I'll give you another wish <laughs> since you're helping me out in all this." And so that's kind of when uh, she wished for that. And then it 
it happened off screen. Like the next mm-hmm. time we saw her, she was Cheetah. Yeah. So I yeah. I thought that was really well done. Yeah, yeah. And Kristen Wiig did a great job. I thought. Yeah, yeah. We didn't have to see the whole transformation. We could have seen it. You know, we had we had to know how she got from you know just having just being like Diana and like you know confidence and strength, but then going from that you know that oh she's a you know you know. Uh, she's like she's got power to being you know that apex predator you know becoming actually becoming cheetah yeah. um could, could have used a little more of a you know like a, like a little you know build up to her transforming but i thought i thought it was good but then comes the the strife i had with the third with her fight with, with her you know post transformation and then her fight with diana and then the ending. I don't think that was handled properly. The I'm sorry, say that again. The tra- the transition between the but, fight and the ending? Or? Yeah, seeing her, she was like, okay, she's Cheetah. But then, you know, her she had a good fight with Diana, but then but and and then it was but it was after that, it was like, okay. But also with that, there was some there were some problems I had with it. One, she was gray <laughs> yeah and at night which it was like uh, I, uh, that bothered me a little bit yeah i, tr- I tried yeah. to let it go <laughs> but it's something that keep they keep doing with these you know fantasy sci-fi superheroes type movies they keep making the villains gray at night and it's just like okay one and also Cheetah is never gray or silver yeah. in the comics. She's not the leopard. She's the cheetah. Yeah. And in, and in other adaptations, she's like orange gold. You know, she's a che- she's a freaking cheetah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's a humanoid cheetah. Which is, yeah, again, that was another thing I was just like, yeah. I mean, I'll take what I can get. <laughs> yeah, Fine. yeah. But, it didn't hit me watching the trailer. I was just more glad to see her and, yeah. and seeing how she got there and seeing how and see them fight. But then saw it was like, okay, it was a good fight, you know. You know, but it, she was more than a match for Diana. But still, it was like uh, she, she's not. She does. She does look like that. That I'll, why did they make her look like that? I think they did a good job with doing a blend of like CG and then also having her using prosthetics and stuff. Yeah. But it wasn't quite cats. <laughs> no, no, they didn't want to go full cats. But it was better. They, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so and then. And oh, then I'm sorry. Uh, and then I was going. Then I was going to talk about you know how you know, Wonder Woman with, beats her, but, but after that, you it's just like she is like she's she at the end when everyone's renouncing renouncing their wishes and everything's going back to normal. She renounces her. You don't. I don't. Did she? Do you see her renouncing her wish? I I was trying to remember. I like I remember seeing her not as Cheetah, but which I was a bit disappointed about. But I. I don't think so if she did she did it probably really quietly yeah yeah i maybe she saw the error in her ways and was like yeah i'll give it up it's not worth it um but then you see her you know normal when everything's going back to you see her go back to being barbara and then everything going back to normal but it was it was just like okay she's now she's powerless and sad and you know what there's no you know 
like showing her as a better as a better person after that there's no redemption there there's no there's also no like oh barbara for you know causing for beating up all these white house <laughs> guards and stuff you're going to jail or or her you know wanting a revenge plot or or, or even wanting to get more power there wasn't anything like that after that yeah. i was expecting i was thinking maybe a post-credit scene but i didn't say nothing happened so no. So now the question is like, okay, she's alive, but what's what happened with what's is there going to be anything else with her character after this? I mean, that's yeah, that's something that I hope they do more with her. Which that actually brings me to a question that I was going to ask: Did you think in the moment that they were going to kill her? I was teetering on the edge of that. I was like, oh crap! I see the I see the the writing on, is on the wall. She's gonna. This is either gonna you know, Mame is going to either hurt her severely or kill her. Uh, right. But I was like, oh, which one are they going to do? I was like, oh, God, they're going to kill her. They're going to pull up Man of Steel. Uh, just, you don't, have, you don't have to kill, you don't have to kill the villain every time. Exactly. And I was, but, you know, then she was alive and I was like, okay. I can deal with this because that means there's a chance they're going to bring her back, which they totally they, should. Yeah, there's there's still a chance. Well, well maybe they'll have something in the. I think they're going to have a third movie, so there yeah. could or maybe another DC film featuring her. But you know, I, I, I hope I hope she and the studio would, would be up for having her come back. Yeah, I mean, Wonder Woman has been in four DC movies so far. So oh yeah, yeah, she's been a, she's been in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens. What happens with that? So, how did you feel about um, you know Diana, you know Wonder Woman, you know uh, Steve? And, oh, and Steve Trevor coming back. Chris Pine came back for this movie. Yeah. And I I had a lot of thoughts on that. So at first, when it first happened in the movie, and you know the way that it happened, I was just like. I don't know what's happening for sure. Like, are we just seeing him how she sees him? Or did he, like, somehow change form immediately? Luckily, they do explain it later. Pretty subtly, they just, they say, um, or she says, I mean, all I see is you when I look at you. Um, Which, and honestly, I like Chris Pine. I thought he did a great job. And it, I think it would have been weird if they had not used him, if they right, had shown right, the right. other guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the entire time. So I was like, I, I'm, I'm here for this. <laughs> yeah, or maybe it was part of her wish, or it was kind of part of her wish over there, where you know it brought him back in that dude's body. But it was, but since it was Diane that made the wish, it was for it was so she they could be together. You know they would be powing around but you know she would see that she would see she would all, all she could see was steve like because of the dreamstone or was it just i don't think her her, her like her like her was it her uh just you know imagination would, basically yeah was she just like i it's it's another guy but it's steve on the inside you know that's kind of what my takeaway was yeah yeah which one that it was the that was the that, it was the, the latter not not that it was the stone that it was just she was just because she knew it was him mm-hmm. and because she loved him and because 
he was talking like him and all that, then that's what she was seeing. That's what she was imagining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would I would thought it would be better if it was the, you know, that drink because if it was her was she, it, you know, caused him to show up. It caused him to, you know, show up in that dude's body, but it was so so that she could see that it was she she would see Steve and everyone else would see that other that other guy. But and question I question I had was it was because of her it was because of her wish to have him come back and that was caused her to lose her her powers that was what was what was making her yeah free. yeah that was the uh, the price that was paid because okay. again everything had, all the wishes had a price they had to give something up so for her it took like her strength okay okay yeah, that didn't really come become clear until you know she until she had to renounce her wish. Uh, yeah. I felt like that did come clear a bit earlier, um, a bit earlier than that. But yeah, like when she first got hit. Yeah, yeah. And they kind of explained it. Yeah, initially I thought it was because that Barbara, because Barbara made her wish on a dreamstone, and wishing she could be like Diane, that was causing some of Diane's power to go to to uh, Barbara and and cause her to become stronger, instead of you know oh Diane made the wish. Steve Trevor's back, but it's causing her to lose her 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 abilities or not be as strong as she want as she usually is. I could see that, but nah. But yeah, yeah, it was it became it became clear after the movie after um she had to she you know lost her big fight to Barbara and then became then and then realized that oh, okay I've got to let him go and he was under very understanding of that you know even coaching her through had to coach her through like yo it's it's me it's not you it's me. <laughs> Um, yeah, I gotta, you know, we gotta, you got, we gotta make the hard choice here. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, there, there's just so much to talk about with this movie, I think. But um, yeah. how did you feel about? Let's just go with the. How did you feel about the cameos throughout this? Some of the little Easter eggs and stuff, because there were there were a good number, I'd say. Um. No, we can start from the beginning and look at how it was, um, you know, they went back to Themyscira, they showed Diana as a kid again, which kind of throws me off the timeline a little bit because her mother didn't know she was training with her, with Antiope until she got older in the first movie. But then it shows her as, you know, completing these, you know, Amazon Olympics as a, you know, a younger, younger girl, which was... You know, I didn't even think about that, honestly. But I still enjoyed seeing Robin, Robin, Robin Wright, you know, become as Antiope again. That was that was cool. Yeah, and, and and I liked how that ended, and just showing Diana as a kid, just like she cheated, and yeah. she got there, and then she just stopped her. It's like, no, I win. I was so close to winning. You took it from me. No. Yeah. It's like, well, you, you did kind of, you know, you took a shortcut. And, <laughs> and I, I guess that do, does come back up in the movie that you can't, you know, you're you're cheating by using the dreamstone to get what you want or just wishing for it. You, you know, usually you have to, you know, take life as it comes and earn what you get. Yeah. And, you know, there's always a penalty for, for taking the easy way. So, yeah, that yeah. was the, the whole theme of the movie. Yeah. 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 It's a good setup. Um, another, are we, so we're looking at cameos and Easter, other cameos, Easter eggs and whatnot, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, so okay. if you don't want to go from beginning to end, just kind of as they, as you think of them, 
there is the obvious one in the post credits. Actually, I was going to go with another like. There are a few like, obvious, but th- well, there there's another one that I wanted to bring up. Um, not so much a can a can of an Easter egg, and that was at the and and the climax where she's trying to stop um, Max Lord because he's got all the power. He's got power from granting so many wishes, and then getting I guess getting power in return from those wishes being granted, and she can't really stop him. But she has she starts giving her speech. And do you recognize the song that the instrumental track that plays? I do not remember right now. <laughs> I can't think it, of it. It was it's called a beautiful lie, and it was from Dawn of Justice. It was it was the the song that plays during the montage of Bruce running from his parents' funeral, reliving in they sh- them showing the that night where his parents are are gunned down. Hmm. I did not remember that. <laughs> I'll yeah, I have I, to look into it again. I guess. Yeah, I, I love that track. Um, and I thought I was really glad they included it in that part. It makes sense because the song is called A Beautiful Lie. And it was all, kind of, it kind of coincided with what was going on that, you know, Max Orr was granting all these wishes but it, and giving people what they want, but it was, you know, it wasn't, re, it wasn't really what they want, people wanted. You know, all, it was all kind of like, you know, it looks good, but it's not, the truth or, you know, I'm trying to see how I can try to piece it, make sure I can piece it together. <laughs> and it, it shows she was using the lasso of truth to show him the truth, um, which we didn't see until like they, until they revealed it to that she actually like got his ankle and he, then he began, then he became, he started seeing the truth of, of everything. Well, and actually that was, that whole scene was a bit weird to me. It was a it little was, off-putting. <laughs> Like, uh, her speech felt, I don't know, cheesy. Well, yeah, yeah, it, it was, it, this movie was very, had a lot of cheese in it. Yeah. But not, like, it was like it was made in Wisconsin, so it was cheese. <laughs> but no, like, yeah, because, you know, I, there was, it was kind of weird about the whole lasso thing, because I guess, like what I understood from the lasso was she did that around him so that when she spoke, she was touching the lasso, the lasso was touching him. That way the particles were in contact with her and everybody else. So yeah, they could yeah. all like hear that as he was. In that. I don't know. It was just, it was a bit complicated. It felt like there were a lot of reasons because then like the lasso showed him the truth as you said, mm-hmm. and it's like, does the lasso do that? I thought it just forced people to say the truth or something. Remember that in uh, when she, uh, they, she and Trevor went to back to her apartment and showed she went to her little TV room, or she also had um, that uh, Themyscirian armor um, in in storage, and mm-hmm. she it was she was telling Trevor about that ancient Amazon that defended her defended everyone. And he was like, "I'll show. I was. I'll show you the truth." And yeah. along, it, it can make you tell the truth, but it can also show you the truth. Well, yeah. And again, like I mean, when, when I said that, I meant I know that they explained it in the movie, but outside of the movie, I didn't think the lasso of truth did that. But maybe it does. I I don't. Yeah. Possible. I'm just not. Sh- I'm just not familiar with it in that sense. That context. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't think I've seen it done. House, done that anywhere else uh, hmm. it's just you know but i mean they established the truth 
Yeah, they yeah. they establish their own stuff anyways, which is fine because at least as you know, it's in the context of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but with how comic books are anyway, with people's powers, they yeah. just yeah. they change what they do a lot. Yeah, they can they can always add stuff to make it work for the story they're trying to tell. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, speaking of that, uh, when she did it to Steve Trevor, how did you feel about uh, what what was her name? Uh, Astira? Asteria. Asteria. Yeah. How do you feel about Asteria being played by? You know who? You know who? Linda you know Carter. Who? Linda Carter. Linda yeah, Carter. yeah. Linda Carter. Yeah, I that actually was... knew this was going to happen because I think they said it. I think they announced it uh, during the DC. What was it this year? The, the DC, DC fandom. fandom. Yeah, fandom. Yeah, we, we did a we did an episode about that. Yeah, and I think they even announced that Linda Carter was going to be in it. Was going to make a cameo. I, I, maybe so. I think I think maybe someone may have reported that she had a cameo in, in the movie, which would make sense. But I wasn't sure it was going to be be all that, you know. Yeah. Always, saw, I guess that was her in the flashback scene, like showing her eyes. And it was just that I was like, I had no idea who this who I was like, I have no idea who this is. And then showing her like, you know, in the in the modern in 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 the eighties, walking around, you know, stopping logs from falling on people, and then looking then cutting back. I was like, is that her? Is that I'm, I was thinking, okay, that's that's probably that's probably Diana or someone else. I mean, that's the point. <laughs> They're trying to yeah. get you to think it's Diana. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe it's like, is that she does something? Maybe it's that Barbara with black hair? What? And then it's like, oh, crap, it's her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was, I thought that was great. I, I always love it when <clears throat> when older characters, characters from older properties come up and can be have cameos or other roles or even reprise a role from um, in newer DC stuff. Yeah. I think, so- I think, I think everyone likes that. Yeah, and actually, I was gonna say, is the golden armor itself a cameo? I, I kind of assume it is, but again, I don't read a lot of Wonder Woman stuff. I'm in, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm in the same boat as you. I don't know if that was if that was a um, a older comic thing or a recent comic thing. I, I don't know. All right, so I'm just looking something up so that I have some kind of information. Um, this says Diana first suited up as her own specialized winged ver- uh, victory in the third issue of Elseworlds Kingdom Come. Okay, okay. So, yeah, I'm, I'm vaguely familiar with that one. Like, I've <clears throat> heard the name. I don't think I've read it yet, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was, how, how did you feel about that armor in the movie? Uh, I thought it was it was a cool change. I like how they explained um, the armor, um, and I guess it was um, yeah, it was it, it actually it was it was it was it was a cool add on to the final scene because of course it could have had you know her you know use her regular you know she was back she was back to being fully powered up so she could have handled you know storming into the base without it but i think it was cool that it was kind of a more symbolic thing that she was you know going to protect mankind she that's why she put the armor on and i guess it did help while she was fighting cheetah um was she powered up by that time i thought she still hadn't renounced her wish by the time she put on the armor which is why she put it on oh no she she you hear her denouncing her renouncing her wish and then and then getting her you know 
more of our power back and then healing healing up running and then jumping in the sky and then and then which is cool and then a cool thing she learns to fly by by herself i I think yeah and honestly that was another thing um i couldn't remember if she was flying in the first movie i was thinking she was but i guess i guess not i guess she was just jumping really far yeah yeah she has the super leaping of, of course but flight was like it wasn't really clear if she could fly or not um but then I, I, and then, and then the other the, another cameo with was was with the invisible jet <laughs> yes of course yeah. i was gonna say yeah uh more of an easter egg i'd say but yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, i liked <laughs> i was pretty happy about the invisible jet thing <laughs> It's like, it oh, there it is. There it is. That, that, that's that's cool. And they're not going to make it a, a major thing because otherwise it's kind of it's kind of, it's not doesn't really fit with modern yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah and uh, I was actually talking with my dad about it earlier today. Um, he he didn't know that she could fly. I'm like, she's been flying since the 50s she's been yeah she's been flying for a while now for po- since, ever since uh crisis post-crisis mm-hmm. uh her abilities ha- have always included flying well, yeah. i don't know about always but i'm sure there's a rare issue here or there where she can't but mm-hmm. uh, yeah that's that's a major thing they haven't used the invisible jet really since then i don't think at least not in the the main story for her yeah, um, I remember in, in the animated movie Bloodlines, they have this, you know, I think there's a super secret jet that she, you know, she gets a hold of that can go, that's, that's, that's invisible to radar and just invisible to the, to the naked eye. But other than that, other than that they, they don't, they don't really like to use it too much. Yeah, which I think makes sense, you know, she's, she's one of the, the ones that can fly and, uh, I, I'm glad that she can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's she's a demigod. She should be able yeah, to. She, she should be able to. She doesn't need a, a, an invisible jet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe maybe if they, maybe for Trevor, but you know. Yeah, yeah. But no, um, she also had some changes, like with her her equipment this time, which makes sense. You know, like in the in the other movie, I guess she was at war. And uh, or in Dawn of Justice, she was fighting mm-hmm. uh, Doomsday and mm-hmm. all that. So it made sense for her to have her shield and her sword. But this yeah. one, you know, she didn't have it at all. She was just using her lasso yeah, as well as made... her her armor, like her gauntlets and her circlet. Yeah, um, I'm wondering if that was. I think that was. Yeah, I think that was a good choice of just kind of cutting back the sword and shield um because she you know she wasn't fighting you know um so, uh, she wasn't fighting a war with soldiers she wasn't fighting Ares. she wasn't fighting you know, doomsday or steppenwolf or parademons you know yeah. so and, and her i think as you notice she was her big thing in in this time period is her being very reclusive uh, secret secret hero yeah uh kind of you know she disabled those cameras in that mall uh, opening mall scene and i think you know being just if she was just using the lasso to fight people um, especially because she, she didn't really want to kill anyone. She, uh, it, was a, it was a good mix of, uh, it was a good choice to, to use. Yeah, I, I thought so too. They did some interesting things with it. Uh, but one one thing to me was, 
and again, this may just be my lack of information on um, Wonder Woman as a character throughout comics and everything, but uh, it just extends as far as she wants it to, basically, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she has like complete control of how, like, how much she had, how much of the rope she has at one mm-hmm. time. Um, I don't. I wonder how there's like a measurement for how long this rope, this this lasso is, because. It, it, it has some reach <laughs> yeah no again i think it's like endless or something like it can just go as far as she wants because there were a few points where i'm like okay based on what we've seen before this is way longer than it should be mm-hmm. yeah yeah um but yeah i mean again it's like <laughs> it's a weapon of, or it's a utility i guess of the gods so why wouldn't it do something like yeah, that? Yeah, it, it's it's a magical, you know, lasso. So, you know, along with showing you the truth or making you tell the truth, I guess it, you know, it does it does what she needs. It, it it works for whatever she needs it to do. And as we've seen, it's pretty. It's very, you know, all encompassing. She use it. She can use it for deflecting bullets. She can use it to, um, you know, get information, oh, show her. information, propel her, <laughs> like, propel her forward. Grab lightning, grab, grab, grab lightning, grab light, yes. lightning bolts and so Because that them. made that made a lot of sense. I mean, again, she is a demigod, so and she's Zeus's Zeus's child, so why not? Yeah, fair. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that was still a cool scene. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was definitely like that was a money shot for the trailers. It's like, oh wow, yeah. We don't have to do much to uh, to challenge the logic. It just defies logic yeah yeah but yeah um, it's cool yeah how'd you feel about her like characterization in this movie so like I, I guess going into it if i were to watch it again which i most definitely will at some point uh i i need to be more prepared like i have to have the mindset that this is a different era for her so it's a different mm-hmm part of her life and she's approaching everything differently yeah so she's as you said she's a little more reclusive mm-hmm. and not over steve apparently um she's not as i don't know she she's i guess not as out there as she was in the first one or in by the time like dawn and justice and justice league come around yeah so it, it felt a bit weird to me uh, at times because it mm-hmm. felt like a lot of the movie she was spending it just kind of moping. Like she was doing stuff, but her mm-hmm. attitude just felt a little mopey. Yeah, she was a very she was very much a recluse, uh, you know, one with not being a very public hero. And then then you kind of see like in like, you know, shots that she, you know, you know, was she was close with the with her you know, her friends from World War One until they all but they all passed away. I think after that, I think it was just a matter of well, you know, I don't really want to make any new friends because uh, because I'm you know immortal and I you know people I don't want people to put two and two together and see that oh she's immortal oh yeah she's also that superhero that that's been that's been running around for the last 60, 70 years. I also don't didn't quite get what the problem with that would be because she kind of does that in the comics right she just kind of runs around at least in more I, modern stuff so 
to me uh, that's the difference. It's never really clear like how long she's I think they say she's she's been around for a while, but I think in this one it's weird because she can't go back to Themyscira and just chill out for how long she needs to and then come back and then go back to you know man's world. But she's there and she's, you know, as we see in you know Donna Justice, she's he you know she's been pulling up footage of her for years and and saying and tracking and seeing that oh she's the same person from years and years ago and i think in justice league you see her as becoming a public a public hero um and not being afraid afraid to show her face to you know cameras or people yeah yeah so it was good for the most part again but I, again, I think I just need to, upon rewatching, get in the mindset that this is a different time in her life. Yeah, yeah. 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 Still good, though. Yeah, overall, a fun fun romp. Um, you know, decent effects, a lot of good, you know, cinematography. Um, there were some there were some janky effects in a, in a couple parts, but I still, I, I, overall, it was it was it was it was, really, it was a really good show. And I know I'm missing some Easter eggs because I, I remember there were more that kind of stood out um, as I was watching, but I just can't immediately remember right now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's... What else? Is there anything else we need to talk about for the movie? I was thinking about how bad it would be if everyone had their wishes, could have their wish granted. Oh God! So <laughs> no, that was that was another thing actually with the movie. I and I guess I have a hard time really deciding if I think it helped or hurt the movie. Just that basically the whole world was in a ridiculous like state, like it was super chaotic yeah. almost all yeah. the time, especially like the second half or maybe just the third act but i mean after that international thing happened with the the bialia excuse me and that wall popping up yeah uh, that and then when you take like 80 what 80 percent of the world's oil for yourself yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you're gonna call you're gonna you're gonna raise some raise some feathers or you know raise some eyebrows <laughs> yeah and again i i'd like how it was handled because it was one of those things where it's like he's doing this stuff it makes an impact on the yeah, world yeah. it makes things crazy i mean for real like if, i mean if you wanted to be successful all you need all you, you would need is really like 30 maybe 30 or 40 percent if you really just want to have like enough money and not to worry about anything you all you need is all you need is that much you don't need 80 90 percent because then you know everyone and their mom is good is good for you everyone's want gonna want something from you you're not gonna have any time any time to yourself or any privacy so yeah i mean just that kind of stuff i i thought it was i guess it's mixed for me because again then like everything just felt crazy and like yeah. there was a lot of chaos going on in the movie oh yeah but it, it was at least logical i suppose well yeah yeah that's what happens when everyone can have their wish granted you know the world's you know basically is going up is turned upside down um yeah. and i i get and i guess it worked out because if you know if the if the, if you know max war can renounce his wishes 
to not be the dream stone anymore. And then everyone else can also, if Diana's message got, if Diana's message got through and said that, and everyone else was like, okay, yeah, I'll pronounce my wish too. Then I guess that would take the world back to where, to where, to where it was before. But, you know, still, it was, still, it was, it, it got really out of hand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. But I, I liked it. I liked it. Um, I think if I were to rate this, if I were to rank it in the, what is it now? Is it the DCCU? DCEU. That's the extended universe. Is that what the the films are considered? Or is the, I thought the EU was still more encompassing than that. Uh, the extended, yeah, the DC extended universe. Yeah, that's right. It's not the DC cinematic universe. Well, no, because then then they will be you know. Oh, you guys stole that from Marvel. Yeah. You guys are you guys are just trying to uh, you know. Yeah. All, all, right. the, all the troll all the trolls would call them out on it, so they were like, oh, or the for the extended universe. Yeah. Well, so in terms of that uh, ranking between all those others, I'd put it. Not as good as so now I have to go through and think of all the movies that have been released so far. Yeah, I'm doing that right now. <laughs> I'm kind of thinking third, just just off the bat. Um, I may be forgetting a really great one, but uh, yeah, I'd probably put Wonder Woman, the first one, maybe top, and then Aquaman, and then this one's probably right behind there. Not as good as those two, not as good as Aquaman or Wonder Woman, the first one, but not as disjointed and kind of a little bit off as uh, Dawn of Justice, even though I love Dawn of Justice. Don't get me wrong. And uh, I didn't like Man of Steel as much. Uh, And, well, I'm not going to want, I obviously can't compare it to the... uh, Justice League Snyder Cut because that's not been released yet. Yep, uh, only, only, th- only three more months. Yeah. Three months. Three um, months ago. So not as bad as that. But yeah, I again, I, I think probably third overall. I, I don't know if I'm missing some films. Not as bad as Suicide Squad. Uh, are, are there any other DC I, films I'm missing? I am finishing up my ranking here. Actually, that is okay. We have nine films, and I am going off. I'm going to put them. I'm going to rank them in the order that I, you know, that I view that of how how much I like them. Maybe fourth. Yeah, I Wonder Woman seven. The first Wonder Woman movie was is a one. I give Aquaman a two. Man of Steel is three. Okay. Three Shazam. Say, yeah. I would say Shazam is number four. Mm. I did forget about Shazam. Yeah. Shazam, uh, number four. 80, this one, Wonder Woman 84. Get that a five. That's number five. Um, okay. Number six is Justice League. Number seven. Actually. You like Justice League better than Dawn and Justice? Yeah, it's a little more. Con- uh, 
it has a little more consistent tone, even though it's not done well. I don't, if I were, if I were to give it a scale, on a scale of one to 10, I would give it a five, just because it's like, it was like a, just because it's right in the middle of like being, you know, it's got everything, it's got everything, a lot of stuff that you want and it, it does, it's something that you've always, that you want to see, but it doesn't, it just doesn't hit, it hits some notes very poorly. Yeah. Um, okay. What number was that on your list? I gave Justice League, I put that at six. I gave Birds of Prey a seven. Um, actually, no, let me check. Let me, let me, let me. Birds of Prey was the, the one that I just remembered about. And that's, I think I would put Birds of Prey at three and then move Wonder Woman 84 at four. And then I would, mm -hmm. and then probably just after that, Shazam and then Dawn of Justice um justice league and suicide squad mm. yeah birds of prey at a seven dawn of justice at an eight um and suicide squad at a nine which which actually uh, don justice just really just irks me right now because it's been i, I like it's Donald been justice. it's been four years and i'm still like almost five years since it came out i'm still just having just kind of like you know i would give it a solid four it's, it's a four or five for me like on a scale of one to ten for me, because just because it has a lot of like, you know, it's a looks a it's a really good looking movie, but it just doesn't. They just didn't write it right. It just wasn't written yeah. on par the yeah. way it should have been. I get what you're saying. Yeah, but yeah, that's uh. So that's kind of our list right there. Our our ranking of it in the DCEU. And that kind of, I guess, gives you an idea for our review on it. So I would say, I would say definitely watch it. I, yeah, I would say it's, it's definitely worth a watch. It's oh, yeah. on the better half of the DCEU so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in the, yeah, in the- Top yeah, five, the, it sounds like for both of us, yeah, at least. It's, yeah, it's between a five and a 10 for sure. Yeah. Well, I'd say it's upper five, the top five, I would say. Well, I'm using it as like one being kind of being bad. Oh, like okay, Suicide yeah, Squad, yeah. like one or oh, two so Suicide Squad. Oh, so you're thinking of like a one to ten. <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah, it's not as good as, I wouldn't say it's quite as good as the first Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman, but it's still, it's up there, you know, in the top, in like the, like over seven, I would say. Yeah, over, I would over, probably yeah, give it maybe an seven. eight. Just because it's also like it looks good, sounds good, it's mostly good. It stumbles on a few things, being mm -hmm. a yeah. maybe a little predictable and cheesy, but mm -hmm. it it did a really good job, especially the actors and all that. Oh yeah, the actors you know did a hell of a job. Yeah. Well, thanks guys for watching. I hope you enjoyed, and we hope that you uh, have found this useful or just fun if you've already seen the movie and didn't yeah, care about yeah. getting things spoiled. Uh, and if you have seen it, let us know if, uh, if you're going to watch it again, if you need a second viewing. I always think second viewings are great and right, really right. needed. Yeah. And you have plenty of, you have options of watching it in a theater safe out, out you know, safely, of course, but if you have access to HBO max, it's there for another, for the next 30 days. Yeah. So go for it.
True. What so, do you have right. to lose? Yeah. Um, happy New Year, everybody. Uh, Merry Christmas, whatever. Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah. Whatever you celebrate, it is after Christmas. So we're not really doing all that. And uh, yeah, we're, this is just kind of a little extra video we decided to do for uh, our little break. And uh, remember, we will be coming back with the podcast, Nerd Variety, starting sometime in January or maybe February. If uh, was it you or Hannah that wanted to put it off so long? I, was just I like, think we're I think we're still looking at the end of uh, second half of January. Yeah, some someone wanted to really push it off until late. I think that was Hannah. But anyways, we'll get back to you. Uh, yeah, follow us. We'll provide updates we'll let you know you will not be taken by surprise no 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 we're not going to drop anything unannounced and until then we have plenty of episodes for you to catch up on if you've missed a few or if you're just or it's the first thing you're listening to from us yeah we got plenty you can find this um pod if you use that but that also sends it out to like amazon podcast itunes uh Google Play podcast or whatever that is now. Um, yep. Spotify. All, all sorts of things. Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, everything. iHeartRadio. Anyways, thanks again for coming. We hope you guys enjoy and have a great new year. Yep, 2021. Woo! Yep. Almost here. All right, nerd out. Nerd out. <laughs>